Welcome to the Part-Time Creator Podcast, the podcast that shows you how to kill it on social media with short-form videos that your audience can't stop watching. We prioritize time-efficient tactics and tools that will help you grow an audience of raving fans that love your content. Speaking of time-efficient, let's cut to the chase and get to today's episode. What's going on, creators? Welcome to the Part-Time Creator Podcast. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to be talking about three very simple, very easy content ideas that you can do if you are camera shy and you want to develop the skill of being on camera. These aren't necessarily ones that I did verbatim, but when I was thinking back to how I overcame camera shyness, because I believe it or not, I didn't used to just be natural on camera. (laughs) I do have kind of a funny story though. I was applying for a personal training uh, mentorship and the one of the coaches that was a part of the mentorship did some background on me before we had our consultation call. And he got on the phone first and he says, Hey man, I just want to let you know, uh, you're really good on camera. You know, you, you, you seem very natural on camera. And I just started laughing. And I, I told him basically the story that I've told you is that, you know, I, I'm not natural on camera. Like I think I had a, an interest in being on camera, but I never really had the, I didn't feel like I ever had the personality. Like it didn't come natural. I had to like really work at it. And he told me something that was really interesting that I still remember to this day. And I think about it quite often, actually, especially when I start to get down on myself is he said, you know, a lot of people that end up making video content that would call themselves shy are actually fairly outgoing people and actually really good on camera. What's happened to them is over the years, they've developed a, uh, some sort of shyness or some sort of insecurity because of something that somebody told them in their past, whether it was a parent or, uh, uh, someone they looked up to, or it was something they saw on the news, whatever it might be. A lot of people, this is in his experience and he's worked in TV and radio and all these different things. He goes, you'd be surprised how many people have an interest in being on camera, but are shy. And it comes down to this, some sort of experience they've had in their past that has interrupted their growth as, uh, you know, somebody who wants to make content on camera, whatever it might be. It might be at the, you know, the radio broadcast level. It might be at the, you know, uh, I don't know, TV level, whatever. He said a lot of it's in your head. So if you can work on developing your confidence on camera by essentially getting on camera more, the, the voices that are, that have kept you at bay for so long are actually going to start to become quieter. They're not necessarily going to disappear, but the, the voices of confidence and experience you've had are going to be a lot louder and that's going to help get you through some of these insecurities you have. So I just wanted to share that really quick because that was such a powerful message for me when I got started. And the fact that someone who works in TV and radio was telling me that I was good on camera, what I think was probably one of the biggest catalysts I had towards being motivated to make more content because because somebody who has experience in the field was giving me that sort of compliment as opposed to being like my mom, right? Oh, honey, you're, you're fine on camera. It's like, thanks mom. You're always going to support me. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just not the same. So I want to share that with you as well as you could very well be somebody who has had things happen in their life that has deterred them or lowered their self-confidence. But in reality, you're going to kill it on camera and you do a lot better than you think you do. So just, again, just want to share that really quick with you. Let's get into the techniques really quick. 
All right. I want to, I want this to be like a 10 to 15 minute episode just so that I can mix in some shorter stuff so that you can listen to, you know, more content if you, uh, if you want to get through some of these episodes. So the first one is also good for if you're somebody who doesn't know what to talk about, right? If like, let's say you've run out of content ideas, this works really well too. Um, just talk about your day in one to three minutes. Like it's really that simple. Treat it kind of like a journal, right? Some of the techniques that I've used um, have been exactly this process. I just sit in front of a camera and I talk about what has been on my mind for that day. And I try to keep it between one and three minutes. You know, if I want it to be longer than that, I'll, I'll use it as more like a podcast episode or maybe like a YouTube video, you know, that sort of journaling. Um, but try to keep it between one and three minutes if you can, especially if you're going to post on social media, because it will be easier to consume on social media, right? If you just want to get some stuff off your chest and you don't care how long it is, that's totally cool too. Um, but just from like a consumption standpoint, one to three minutes is probably where you want to keep it. If you, if you want it to do anything on social media, right? So talk about your day, um, from start to finish. Uh, you could even think of ways to record footage throughout your day to add, you know, a little bit more visual storytelling context to it. Um, that's another level, but like, I want to think about, you don't know what to talk about. You don't have a lot of time. What do we do? Boom. Talk about your day. One to three. It doesn't even have to be the same day that you post or record. It could just be a day that you had that's on your mind that you sort of want to offload. Right? It's a really easy way to make content. If you want to one up that style, you can find a way to make it relate to your audience. I always think that should be a part of it, but in some cases, if you're just using this technique to get you started, to get you kind of the ball rolling, to get you out of like the creator block funk you might be in, then just talk about your day, one to three minutes. That's it, right? And you can either never post it, you can delete the video afterwards, it doesn't matter. The point is, is that you're, you're going through the motions, right? You're going through the motions of getting in front of the camera, speaking to the camera, practicing how you speak, how you look, um, not necessarily how you look, but like how you how you're presented on camera, right? Cause you can learn a lot. Like there's a lot of times where I recorded the video. I'm like, dude, I'm slouching. I have to re-record this whole thing. And I didn't even notice it. And it wasn't like I was trying to slouch, but I was like, okay, I'm slouching. Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not appearing the way I want to appear on camera. So just getting in front of the camera can help you learn a lot. Do your best to not get neurotic about it. Right. To like nitpick every single thing. Oh my you know, there's a nose hair that's askew on this. It's like, okay, whoa. First of all, if your camera can see individual nose hairs, let me know because I'd love to use it. Second, don't nitpick everything about you the way you look. Like we, we already are already too hard on ourselves. Like we're, we do so many things that, that nitpick what we're going, what, what we look like, right? <laughs> if you want to take this another step further, practice looking bummy on camera. I'm not saying that you can't do your hair and look nice. I mean, it depends on sort of what you're doing. If you're a personal brand and you're sort of representing yourself, that it's a little easier to do this. If you're representing a company or you're, you know, a UGC creator, obviously that might not be the, the angle that they want you to go for. But my point is, is that relatability and authenticity are the two most powerful things on TikTok. I would say that on other social media platforms too, but TikTok especially, like people go to TikTok to watch content from people that are just like in their pajamas, right? You know what I mean? So it's like, don't try to be too produced. Don't try to be too over the top. You know, if it's, if it feels 
I don't want to say this because I think it could be, I think it could be taken the wrong way, but don't make it look like you tried too hard, <laughs> right? Make good content, but focus on the, the quality being in the authenticity, the value to your audience, and then obviously the relatability. Those are the, the three most important things. All right. Okay. So the second tip that you can do that's even easier is talk about a single part of your day, especially a part that like really stood out to you, right? So like, let's say you had an entire day or, or yesterday, there was one specific thing that like you really want to talk about or that you think um, would be interesting to, to, for other people to know, or maybe it's just, again, something you want to offload your, on your mind. Talk about that in one minute, right? Just maybe you have to edit it down to get to one minute, but like just talk about it for a single minute. Practice sticking to that minute time frame because in a lot of cases, most people are watching content that's between, you know, like 15 to 45 seconds. So the more you can cater your content in that realm, the more watch time you're probably going to get on that content. Now, I'm certainly not saying that like you have to do that in order to like build an audience. I'm just saying like, if you look at the statistics, a lot of people are watching content in that second range. And I would say that that's actually a good metric to follow because the more concise and valuable you can make your content, the better, right? You don't want to necessarily like, if there's a topic that you need to talk about that takes 30 seconds, take all 30 seconds. But like, if you could say it in 20 seconds, say it in 20 seconds, right? So make it as valuable as you can in the shortest amount of time without, you know, making it too like spammy or, or maybe too ADD clickbaity kind of deal. Like that content just, irritates me. And I apologize if you're a creator that makes that kind of content. But <laughs> my point is, is that if that's not the kind of content that you create, don't try to be, you know, cutting corners, just, you know, spend an hour, I'm sorry, spend some time making a one minute video. Hey, really quick. I don't want to interrupt your episode too much, but I do want to remind you that we have a awesome part-time creator hub. It's a place where people like you who are creators that want to create content, but also share ideas and ask questions can hang out and do so. And, and we learn a lot in this group from each other. I learn from everyone in there. They learn from other people in the group. It's really awesome. So if you want to check that out, go to the show notes, click on the link. It'll have this other link that says part-time creator hub. It's a Facebook group. It's really simple to do. There's no spamming. There's no selling. It's all about value and it's all about helping you become a better video creator. All right. That's enough for me. Let's go ahead and get to the actual episode and start learning more about content creation. If that's if all if all you can do in a day is make a one minute video, do that. And again, you don't have to post this, but this is a way to break the habit of sort of getting in a funk. It's the same way with any other habit, right? If you want to get in the habit of brushing your teeth every day, maybe you brush your teeth for 30 seconds, right? Um, I don't know if you've read the book, by James Clear called Atomic Habits, but it's probably one of the most impactful books I've ever read. Like in terms of self-help, it's like top two. It's one of, it, it's made such an impact on my life in so many different ways that I don't even recognize them anymore because they've become fully ingrained into my lifestyle and my philosophy. But essentially whenever you're trying to develop a new habit, a, a technique that really worked for me was sandwiching a new habit between two existing habits. So if I wanted to practice brushing my teeth more, I would always do it right after I drank, you know, the majority of my coffee, then I would brush my teeth. And I'm not saying that I haven't, I'm not in the habit of brushing my teeth. I'm just saying like, if this is what something you want to do, brush your teeth 30 seconds, let's say, right. The other thing he talks a lot about is the smallest increment, increment 
of time that can also be valuable to you. So if let's say dentists recommend brushing your teeth for at least two minutes, but you're like, yeah, I'm not there yet. I'm going to brush my teeth for 30 seconds. And then I'm going to go do the second thing that I typically do through the day, which is put on my pants and get ready for work. Right. You're sandwiching a, a new habit between two existing habits. And that makes it easier because it's, it's this sort of like linear process. Like when we get ready in the morning, it's, I do this, I do that, I do that. And I do that provided you have a routine, right? So you sandwich it between those two things. The point I'm trying to make about this is when you're creating these, these one minute videos, or when you're doing this one minute, talk about a part of your day habit, all you're trying to do is develop the habit of making content. You're not trying to make the world's best content. You could delete the video later if you really wanted to, or never post it or whatever. The point is, is you need to get in the habit of making that video, making a video. All right. All right. I'm going a little over my, my time. I got about three minutes to talk about the last one. I'm not going to rush it, but I also want to try to keep these as concise as possible. So the third one is even easier, right? And I recommend starting with this one. Actually, if, especially if you're like, dude, I'm at ground zero. I don't know what kind of content to make. I don't, I don't want to get in front of a camera for a minute. Like I'm not there yet. Here's tip number three. Just about anyone can do this. Record a thought, a single thought that you had that you can't stop thinking about and make it no more than 30 seconds. So 15 to 30 seconds. It could literally be hopping in front of the camera and saying, I really hate the way my brother uh, chews his food. It's like the most annoying noise in the world. His jaw clicks every time. I just want to punch him in the face. Boom, done. That's it, right? (laughs) It's kind of cathartic especially if it's something that wait, it's, you, know, you can't stop thinking about. You got in front of the camera. You recorded for probably you know, 10 to 15 seconds, maybe a little bit longer if you got really passionate about it, and then you're done. That's it. That's your habit for the day. And, and let's say that you're trying to make this a daily habit. That's all you had to do for that day. So again, it's about finding, finding an increment of time that you can commit to consistently and just practicing that habit. It also gets you in front of the camera. It gets you speaking in a way that would be pretty relevant to the way you would make content. And this is how I break camera shyness. This is how I break content block. This is how I break all these different things that I feel are huge roadblocks for creators just like you that are wanting to create content, but having a difficult time getting into a routine. Because let me tell you something. Once you get into a routine, it gets hard to get out of it right? There's many things that can get in your way, but when you've spent, like I just did an episode on things that I learned and posting consistently for 60 straight days. Once you get in a a habit that that's, that is that deep, it's actually pretty easy to get back into it. Even after like a a period of time during the holidays, right? Where things are a little bit less uh, consistent. They're a little, you know, there's weird days off. There's spending more time with family and there's probably not as much time to create content, stuff like that. So that sort of approach to making content will always keep you practicing your on-camera self. And two, it's going to help you break out of times where you feel kind of stuck. You're like, oh man, I don't know what to talk about. Not everything that you say in front of the camera needs to be posted to social media. It can be, don't get me wrong, but it doesn't always need to be. Sometimes just filming yourself on camera is for the sake of developing your ability to speak on camera. Like one thing I've noticed too, and I'll, I'll close on this, is that having a podcast has actually made me better at making videos and vice versa, right? Because they're two similar skills, but they're different enough to where they have different things that complement each other, 
and it might not be obvious at first, but I've noticed that recording my podcast helps me think of better ideas because I, I'm sort of like free flow organization. Like I have bullet points, but I'm not like stuck to a script. And so I think of new ideas for new podcasts. I think uh, of new ideas for new videos. I also learn how to speak. I have more confidence in speaking freely. Like on my podcast, I don't worry about necessarily what I'm saying. Whereas on video, I worry a little bit more because it has to be a little bit more concise. And so it has to be maybe a little bit tighter, a little bit more scripted versus like on my podcast, like right now, I'm sort of rambling. Like this isn't a bullet point that I'm talking about, but it's still a valuable piece of insight that you can use to you know help further your career as a creator. So anyway, um, yeah, that's my episode for today. I hope this helped you out. I hope this insight kind of gave you some things to work on, some actionable tips. Again, this helps with camera shyness. It helps with creator's block. Um, and I find that those two things are probably the most prevalent when it comes to creators kind of getting stuck in, in a rut and not getting into that routine that stays consistent. So anyway, hope you have a great rest of your day and I will see you in a future episode.